0: Welcome to the Hail to the District podcast with your host, Patrick Wright. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Hail to the District, a midweek version of this. Uh, It'll be fairly quick, but uh, in lieu of the trade deadline uh, closing at at 4 p.m. on Tuesday, uh, I figured we'd bring you some trade deadline thoughts after uh, Rajan had some thoughts on Sunday about the Kerrigan Report and, you know, As we usher in the second half of the season, we can talk a little bit about why we made zero moves to the deadline and uh, about Kerrigan and Haskins and all that fun stuff. But, you know, let's dive into this kind of quickly here. My general trade deadline thoughts are this. Uh, I'm very pro with what we decided to do. Um, So for those living under a rock in the Redskins world, we made no moves. So Kerrigan's still on the team. Dwayne Haskins still on the team. Ryan Anderson still on the team uh Fabie Moreau still on the team. Um and I think generally that's probably the right decision. I think the reality is is is, you know, we are in a rebuild. I don't think as much as people want to claim there's been mixed mixed messaging. I don't think um there's any other way to look at this than we're in a rebuild. Um so we weren't looking for any sort of rental. Uh in fact, I think Rivera came out recently and said um, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing when you look at it more, more so than any, anything else, let's say we're trading for somebody and we hope that person has a number of years left on the contract and a good, favorable contract for us in terms of our cap going forward. Uh, so pretty clear that, you know, Ron was looking if we were going to make any sort of deal, he was looking for players that were going to be here long term. So nothing uh, in terms of a rental, and you know, if we could have gotten some assets like like draft picks this year maybe but you know if we're being honest we don't really have any assets to trade to begin with so for as much as everyone wants to jump up and down saying we should trade we should have traded Kerrigan we should have traded Haskins well you know I hate to be the bearer of bad news but I just don't think that those players were going to net anything that was going to help us in this rebuild long term now obviously the mixed messaging comes from when people say well you know they're trying to win the division and you know look we're only a game behind Philly you know, well, three-quarters of a game, I guess, because they're tie. Uh, and it's a bad division, and there's nothing wrong with trying to win that. You can see in the post game after Dallas, Terry's speech when he says, you know, we're right where we want to be. We're in the thick of it. It is perfectly okay to go and try to win that division at 7-9. and nine. What is not okay is trying to win that division by selling your soul for immediate returns uh, and, you know getting a player on an expiring contract that that wants out immediately or probably won't play as hard because he doesn't want to get hurt, things of that nature. Um, So at the end, you know, we made no moves. I think Rivera was very much looking to see if anyone would offer us something like kind of too good to be true, Uh, you know, like a third for Kerrigan or something, which obviously was never going to happen. Or if, you know, someone – had you know multiple years in their contract, and Rivera felt that uh, he would have helped the team long term. I also think in that scenario, Rivera would have had to been familiar with the player, uh, a la like Eric Reed when he turned down her offer. I think one of the reasons Rivera asked him to come uh, to the team is you know just the familiarity with with each other. Uh, ultimately, that didn't happen, but I think it's an example of what Rivera was looking for. Uh, so so no moves, which I'm very pro. You know, I think the team is doing the right thing and trying to win this division, trying to win and establish a winning culture. Uh, but the reality is, it is still a rebuild. We are not a very good football team yet, although we are getting better, which is encouraging. Uh, now, in terms of what the Washington football team, I'm, I say Redskins way too often. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to back down from it. Uh, it's 32 years of of being drilled into my head. Uh, let's start with the players that you know were technically on the market and I'm going to start with um, with Dwayne Haskins look nobody wants Dwayne Haskins as much as you want to sit here and say well he's a first-round pick uh, you know he's won a couple of games he's had a couple you know good games at the end of last year he's got an NFL ready arm all this fun stuff and if anyone has been in Haskins' camp, it's me. I, I really wish he started all games, and part of me still wishes he does start. But, you know, now it's Air Raid Allen, uh, trademarked, uh, and we're rolling with him. But look, Haskins, no one wants no one wants Haskins. You know you have the Peter King report that basically said uh, everyone in the NFL laughed at Dan Snyder when we drafted Haskins 15th overall because most most uh, front offices had. Haskins further down uh, on their on their draft boards uh, and you know Haskins was a DC kid he was friends with Snyder's you know son all this fun stuff that goes into it uh, it was a bad draft pick and hopefully Snyder will learn from it probably not but hopefully you know he understands that the football people know what they're doing because the football people wanted sweat and we can see what he's doing. but my main point with Haskins is he's had three coaching staffs. And you did not see any of them expressing, uh, you know, even a glimmer of, of, you know, optimism that they would even want Haskins. Look, you have Gruden, Jay's down in Jacksonville uh, with uh, Gardner uh, Minshew, excuse me, and you know we all know Jay wasn't going to trade for him. Jay didn't like Haskins from the moment we drafted him. Uh, but then it's the other two that really stand out to me. It's it's. One, for the Rams, they have Kevin O'Connell as their as their uh, offensive coordinator, and I, I bet you they didn't even call us, and they were supposedly close. Now you're probably thinking to yourself, well, you know, they have golf and they don't need Haskins. I mean, talk about a good place to go and learn and, you know, kind of utilize his talents. Go learn under McVeigh. They, they could have gotten him for relatively cheap probably. He wouldn't have had to play because of golf, and it gives McVeigh someone cheap to kind of groom behind golf. It made sense to me, uh, and – um, the reality of the situation is i don't even think the rams cared um so kevin o'connell who was arguably Dwayne's biggest advocate and haskins even said he wanted o'connell to stay at, at the end of last season when we were going through this coaching transition um look that's another another blemish o- o'connell clearly not as big a fan of haskins as haskins was of o'connell and last week last i come back to coach um Coach Callahan, you know he's back in in uh, in Cleveland now. Cleveland could use uh, a young asset behind um, Baker, and you know, look, they could have called the Rams could have called. We don't we don't know that. My point is is you have multiple training uh, coaching staffs around the league that apparently do not even want Haskins in any capacity. Um, they of the three training staffs, they've all or uh, coaching stacks, excuse me, and then includes Rivera. They've all cited his um, Haskins work ethic. And I think, frankly, the NFL is aware of it. They know what's going on. No one had him very high on their board. Uh, and, frankly, the Redskins weren't going to trade him for a sixth or seventh-round pick. It just It's not worth it. So so Haskins stays put. You know, and today uh, Rivera actually said he's going to stay at number three. He's going to stay and not dress on game day. Uh, but that's the reality. It's time to move on from Haskins. You know, we're, he's just, he's just kind of there. Um, you know, I'll touch on Ryan Anderson quickly. Ryan Anderson's been a kind of a bust of a pick. He's had his moments. I think he forced five fumbles last year uh, and, and and had five sacks and and some limited time late. But no one was going to trade us anything worth value for Ryan Anderson. Uh, basically, he just sets the edge and he plays hard, and, and that's that. Um, but he's going to go somewhere else in the offseason. I, I wish him the best because I generally like him. And I thought he might get a little more playing time this year because I think he's better suited to be at D-end. Uh, in the NFL, but the reality is is it's not going to be in D.C. And, um, you know, again, if someone offered us maybe a fifth form or a sixth form, maybe we have taken it. But from what I understand, no one even called, uh, even though he was available. That leaves us with uh, Ryan Kerrigan. And I have a lot of thoughts on this. Um, Look, Adam Schefter came out with the report that um, Sunday, November 1st, before the game starting, uh, and the first line of his report is, Ryan Kerrigan has requested a trade, but Washington has told teams it won't deal with star pass rusher. Um, the second paragraph says, another source inside ESPN on Sunday insists that Kerrigan has not requested a trade. And uh, look, I, I trust Kyme on this, uh, as I usually do. Uh, Kerrigan requested a trade, I think, much earlier on in the season, and the Redskins basically said, or the Washington football team, you know, said, we don't really want to trade you, you're too valuable to the team and I do think there is something to be said about, um, Kerrigan's loyalty to the franchise. Um, look, the guy wants to play. He wants to start. He's still very good. Uh, but he is stuck behind two budding stars in young and sweat. And so what I think happened is somebody leaked that to, um, uh, to Schefter. And my guess is, it's probably, it's probably us to be totally frank with you. Uh, that with the trade line deadline looming on Tuesday, we weren't playing, so there was no um, no worry of Kerrigan being hurt. Basically, we were saying, hey, if one of your star defensive ends gets hurt, give us a call. I think that's what the report was about, nothing more, nothing less. It was simply, there's a full slate of games today. Teams that are in the hunt are potentially going to be very active in the next 48 hours. Uh, and if someone's star defense defensive end, like, say, like a Khalil Mack, I'm making a name up. It doesn't have to be the Bears, but that's my point. Someone goes down, then, you know, we will listen. What it would do in turn is it would up the value of Kerrigan, and we would get that third-round pick or fourth-round pick for Kerrigan that we potentially wanted. Now, I don't think we are ever seriously considering um, trading Kerrigan. In fact, that to report, as I mentioned, says that the Redskins didn't want to trade him. Um, Snyder values how long – uh, Kerrigan has been with the franchise. He is also the franchise's all-time sack leader now, and frankly, he's been you know incredibly efficient. Um, you know, he has four sacks already on the on the season through seven games, but he's only played in 159 snaps, so four sacks and basically 22 snaps a game. Uh, he has been just very efficient. Uh, his numbers are always usually there. The only down year he's had was last year. Uh, but now that he's fresh and coming off that edge, you know, he's, he's been great. He has two sacks in the last two games, in fact. Um, and the, the quote that I keep coming back to is actually from Jack Del Rio. I'll read it to you in a second. Um, this team values Kerrigan a lot, and I think Rivera in particular uh, values him in the locker room. So let me read this um, Del Rio quote to you. I don't know that you can put a value on it. Defense corner Jack Del Rio said of Kerrigan's mentorship. It's exceptionally important. I think the impact for the young guys like Chase Young and Montez Sweat to be able to see these guys and for those guys to see his example. It's so valuable, it's hard to put into words. This is a you know message this coaching staff has been putting out since since the offseason. Uh that for anyone who wants to claim about mixed messaging has not been a mixed message. You know, Rivera values Kerrigan a ton, Del Rio values Kerrigan a ton. In week one, Chase Young, who has come in, and like I think he's really helping establish the culture. One of the first things he said was Kerrigan's a dude, which in his terms means he's a, he's the man. Uh, and then listening to Rivera speak with J.P. Finley this past week, he even said, "Look, I, I he needed to play more, and I plan to play him more." Kerrigan's 32; he's a little older now. His best years are behind him, but you know he can fill that Chris Long role you know, that Chris Long played in uh, New England and then, uh, additionally Philly, where you're a veteran presence. You can come in, still get things done, uh, but you don't have to be the star. You don't have to be the ever-down player anymore. Let's let's save who he is and, you know, let's hope he gets a few more sacks. He, he's six sacks away from 100, uh, and I think he's four forced fumbles from 30 forced fumbles in his career, which would make him like the sixth player ever to do it. And I hope he does that in a Washington football team uniform. Um, so, those are my thoughts. You know, if you want to run down them quickly, I was very pro um, making zero moves to the deadline. I think, unless someone blew us away with an offer, we were never going to do anything. I do think this is a rebuild with a chance to win the division now, uh, and we're taking advantage of that. Uh, Haskins, you know, look, I don't think the NFL views him that in the highest regard. Uh, multiple people who have coached him are now separated in the NFL, and no one game calling. Uh, Anderson and Moreau, you know, I don't think anyone's ever going to call about them. Uh, and then Kerrigan, I think he means too much to the franchise uh, to ever be traded. Now, smart franchise probably would have tried to trade him probably more aggressively, but I think, again, that report came the day of those games to simply say uh, we are open just in case of a catastrophic injury to, um, you know, one of your star players. Uh, but that's that. No moves, very pro. And, you know, I hope you guys have a nice rest of the week i hope this gives you a little bit of a break from uh the election which is obviously wild and you know we have the giants this weekend and and hopefully we can get the w there and and start talking about this division for serious Uh, but thanks a lot i'm pat and we'll talk soon thank you for listening to the hail to the district podcast be sure to subscribe to us on itunes or wherever you download your podcast